Hey, what's going on, everybody? Welcome back to the Land Development Podcast. I am your host, Ryan Glick. And if this is your first time tuning in, our show is dedicated to having individuals related to the land development industry on to share their stories and also talk a little bit about some of the projects that they've been working on and some that uh, they have upcoming in the future. Uh, today, I am joined by Derek Temple with Temple Real Estate Services. Derek, thanks for joining me. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. So we usually start out with digging into um, some of your past, how you got into uh, land development to begin with. Um, is this something in the land development industry that you've uh, been doing since you know the college days, or is this something you got into over time? Since birth. Since birth. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, my, my dad's always been in the construction industry growing up. Uh, he owned a ready-mix company here in town, and, and uh, so uh, we've always been kind of around building and construction. Um, I think I was my 14, I think maybe it was my first job, and I worked for a development company mowing lots and weed whacking and doing property management and trimming bushes and picking up trash and all that fun stuff a summer job entails. Um, and did that through, I don't know, high school and sometimes in college. And, and uh, um, in college, I thought I was going to get into sports at some level in, in after college and uh, did an in internship with the Barnstormers for a couple of years and worked there and kind of found out that uh, the pay wasn't all that great and the hours weren't all that great. And, and, uh, so probably wasn't a career path for me once college was done. And then out of college, I, um, jumped into kind of a, uh, superintendent role at a, at a home builder, uh, local home builder in town and, um, kind of a little, did a little bit of everything with it for him, I guess, uh, started mowing, mowing house, rental properties that he had when, when I first started. And then, um, ran the books at one point in time and then started running the jobs. And then that was us all kind of chaos, but a great learning experience. And then worked for another home builder after that as a superintendent running projects and dealing with homeowners. Um, and then after that, I went to go work, uh, uh, for Vista. Uh, my dad's, uh, was a partner over there and had a heart surgery and was like, Hey, come, come over here and learn how this all works and worked there for six, seven years. And, um, did sales, did project management, um, a little bit of everything and, and learned from some guys who have done it for a long time and been through the ups and downs and uh, got a really good education out of it. So basically all of the, you know, all that experience and everything like that, it feels like it was pretty broad as far as like the amount yeah. of different things that you've done, which kind of positioned you to, you know, if you chose to, to kind of go out and do your own thing in the industry. Um, what was it about just the experience in general in this industry that has kept you here versus like going and looking for something else? That's a good question. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I, uh, I, I, I just like the aspect of real estate. There's so many different avenues uh, with real estate and construction and development. Um, you know, you can go out and flip houses. You can build houses and and sell them from ground up. You can take a bare piece of ground and, and turn it into streets and a plat and a neighborhood. Um, you know, I, I really, I've liked that aspect of it, that hands-on approach where you're building something from the ground. And I've also liked kind of the longevity aspect of it in a sense. Um, you know, owning real estate over a period of time and, and generating, generating wealth off real estate 
commercial buildings, you know, building commercial buildings and leasing them out. Uh, the aspect of, hey, I can put in all this effort here, collect rent over a certain period of time and, and you know, kind of have your money working for its, itself after a while kind of deal. So um, there's just a lot of great aspects to development, construction, real estate that um, is engaging. It's fun. It's always something different. Um, and at the end of the day, I think it kind of, um, you know, you have, if you have a little common sense and, uh, good head on your shoulders, you know, you just, you just kind of figure it out. You know, you just, Hey, there's a problem. What's the solution and, and, uh, put it all together. Yeah. And you work with your brother currently. Um, and so what's that like when you're working with a, a family member and everything, are you pretty, I mean, pretty like-minded in how things are going or is it, uh, one of those situations where it's that healthy difference of point of view on things that helps you go in the right direction. Yeah. I, I think, yeah, it is, a, it is, a, a, we are kind of, you know, we come from the same blood, but we do have different personalities. And, uh, so yeah, it is a little bit of a balancing act. Um, you know, it's, uh, you know, it's a sibling too. So, you know, you have your little <laughs> family arguments here and there, but, yeah. uh, it's just, it's just a, it's a different dynamic. You know, we, uh, when we go home and eat dinner or go to holidays and stuff, you know, we talk about that stuff a little bit, but we talk about work a lot yeah. too. Uh, so a lot of our conversations are about work and, but yeah, it's, it's good. It's fun. It, it, you know, we're all kind of working for towards the common goal. We have kind of the same, uh, same goals in life and the same things that we're after. And, um, but yet we still have, you know, we have different backgrounds. My brother, my brother's always, uh, kind of just done his own thing and been out there just figuring it out where I've kind of taken a different path. And so, um, it's, yeah, it's good having just the difference of opinions and, and different experiences. Nice. And then, so just a little background on what, uh, your company does, like the types of services you offer, yeah. the types of projects that you work on, maybe walk through that a little bit. Yeah. So we will do kind of full scale, uh, development and construction services. So, um, we can, we'll do land development. Um, we'll do third party development where we're, um, developing something for a fee. Um, we'll also, uh, general contract. So on the commercial side, we, we build our own commercial buildings. Um, we even lease them out ourselves and, and manage them ourselves as well. Um, we'll also do third party construction work. So tenant build outs, um, uh, building commercial buildings for somebody else or a specific, uh, business that wants their own building. Um, so kind of, we try to be pretty well versed and offer kind of a, a full stream service, but, um, yeah, we, we end up in more of the development and construction space. What do you think has been the most, uh, challenging aspect of getting into the, you know, the construction and, and land development space. Patience. Uh, you know, you, you just, when you jump into something new or jump into anything in general, you just want to go and you always have the intentions of, I feel like making it better and growing something and getting bigger and bigger and bigger. And, um, you know, these projects, especially on development, um, they just, they take so many, months, so many years to just even get off the ground. Um, and then on the back end, once you're done with it, you know, it takes three, five, seven years to get through them kind of deal. So <clears throat> it doesn't all happen at once. So, um, learning to kind of have some finesse with stuff is, is challenging and also, uh, hold your cool at the same time. Cause you do have to deal with a lot of, uh, different politics along the way. And, um, 
not, you know, you don't, you're not going to agree with a lot of it. So, um, yeah, patience is, is, uh, it's a, it's tough to learn and, and, uh, it's hard to kind of sit still and wait for things to happen, but sometimes you kind of have to. Yeah. And does that mean that because things take some time that just because you're working on a current project, you also are constantly looking for new deals, you know, of, of what's going to come next versus it's not like yeah. you just, you just work on a project follow it all the way through and then you start the next project. Like you're always looking for yeah, the you next have deal. To. Yeah. You gotta, you gotta be keeping, keeping your head on a swivel, looking for the next opportunity. And I mean, cause that's how you grow as a business and continue to scale things is continue to do more projects and got to have, uh, you know, projects in the work projects that are completed and projects that you're, uh, that are in the pipeline kind of deal. So, um, yeah, always, always got to keep your ear to the ground trying to find the next one. Yeah. And we've, I mean, we've talked before, um, just about your past and everything, um, not necessarily on, on the show, but like, you know, you being an athlete in college, so playing football at Drake, I'm just curious from your opinion, like what is, what do you think sports or how do you think sports plays into the competitive nature of, of business? I mean, obviously a big part of real estate, any type of real estate is the sales side. Yeah. And so the sales side is, I mean, it's one of the more challenging things in really any business. And so, um, how do you think that your time in sports and competitive sports and everything has, has helped you in that area? Yeah. I mean, um, everyone wants to win, right? Um, I think the challenge with being like a, a competitive person in general, especially in this business is, you know, you don't want that competitive nature to get the best of you because, you know, real estate, there's kind of two rules that I've always kind of heard is one location and two, you make your money at the buy. And, you know, if you have multiple people after the same deal or a seller that says, Hey, I'm not selling unless I get this number, you know, you always want to get the deal done so you can do a project, but you also have to pull yourself back a little bit. It's like, does this really make sense? And it's hard to do that. But I think football in general or just sports in general uh, in this business has, it was really good because, you know, there's a hundred, hundred kids on a football team, especially in college and they all come from different States. So Texas, East coast, West coast, California, you know, wherever they all have different backgrounds. They all grew up differently. Uh, you know, people from California are, you know, they have a different lifestyle versus people that live here in Iowa. And so you're dealing with a lot of different uh, personalities and opinions. And, um, at the end of the day, you have to come together and work with everybody to be successful and win a football game or whatever it is. So, I mean, in, in real estate, you gotta learn to work with your customers, learn to work with uh, the cities and the, um, staff that's out there in the field, your subcontractors, your, um, accountants, all that. So you, you had to put a lot of pieces together with different personalities and, and just figure out ways to, to be successful and, and make it all happen. Okay. No, I think that makes sense. Um, with the, uh, you know, with your current, uh, with your current company that you're, you know, working on growing and kind of scaling up and everything, what, uh, what are some of the projects that you have, uh, going on right now, or maybe that you've, you've completed recently? Yeah. Um, we're just finishing up two new, uh, retail centers. Um, that'll be the last phase of, uh, what we're calling it marketplace at urban loop. So uh, one of the buildings is about 10,500 square feet and the other building is 3,000 square feet. Um, the, the larger building is, is leased by uh, Des Moines Orthopedic Surgeons. Um, we're doing the, the tenant build out for them. Um, we're also uh, just uh, doing some tenant build outs over in our flex industrial space in Von Durant. 
it's called the Shiloh Business Park. And then um, we are also uh, working on some land development uh, deals and then also uh, looking at a multifamily project to start here this spring. Okay. And then when you look to, you know, look to the future, um, obviously when this comes out, it's going to be 2024. So we're going to be in the beginning wow. of the year and uh, which is uh, crazy how time flies, but um, you know, there's a lot of thoughts in both directions of what's going to happen yeah. with the real estate market in 2024. And I think it feels like in, in Iowa that we tend to be a little more insulated from some of the big swings that happen yeah. maybe on some of the co in the coasts or other, um, other markets, larger markets and things of that nature. But, um, so are you, are you bullish or bearish on where we're headed in, uh, in 2024? Uh, I'm pretty optimistic. I was really, op- I was still optimistic for 23, um, as well, but, um, yeah, I'm pretty optimistic. I think in, in my shoes are a little different, but you know, the last couple of weeks, interest rates of mortgage rates have started to come down. You know, I think we started to see some more activity. Um, you know, the saving grace through all this has been just low inventory. Um, and we, there has, you know, everyone's recognized that kind of recognized the slowdown and people didn't get crazy. They all had 08 in the back of their head. So they, they were always kind of prepping for that, even though they didn't, they maybe weren't really doing that, but, um, yeah, I, I think rates, if rates start to come down, I think chaos kind of pursues. It still feels like there's a pent up demand. My biggest concern is if, if things do start to take off is just cost going crazy. Like they did during COVID. Cost, the cost never really came down all that much, especially on our development stuff. They've really maybe stabilized. If not, they've continued to go up. So um, I, I worry about that a little bit, but I still feel like it's going to be a pretty good year. Um, and then for me, it's a little different because I we don't have you know a bunch of lot inventory right now. So my goal this year will be working towards trying to get some inventory and thing, a, a product for people to, to buy if, if things do, you know, and when they turn around. Yeah. And I guess just for the context of, you know, the, uh, I guess the statements that you were just, just making it's December 29th, 2023 right now, when we're recording this, just so, um, you have a reference to when the interest rates were changing and everything. Um, when, when you think about where you're headed and, uh, everything with your company, do you have anybody that you kind of lean on for, you know, advice or anything like that? I know obviously your dad's been in the, yeah. been in the industry for a long time, but what, what role do mentors play? Uh, I just, I mean, I, I don't have like one specific person I, I probably lean on, but I, I just like to listen to every, every person I talk to and kind of figure out, uh, what their opinion is of things and take bits and pieces of it and make sure, um, and and kind of form my own opinion based off of that. But, um, yeah, I think everyone obviously has a different vision of how things are going and stuff. And, and cause people are building different products and doing different things, but, um, I don't necessarily have one person, but I, I just take bits and pieces of kind of everyone I talk to and, and kind of form a, an opinion or an idea of where I want to go with things. Do you have any, uh, um, when you think back on projects that you've worked on in the past, what are some of the, like the big, you know, gotchas that, that might get you on some projects or some things that have come up that you're like, I won't make that mistake again or, yeah. or something like that. You have anything, <clears throat> anything like that that you're able to share? Uh, it's, it's kind of tough just because the development world and even the, I mean, the construction world too, it's always changing. I mean, there's always new rules and new regulations and things that you would never think of. You know, there's so many things you have to do on the front end of a land development deal anymore that it's pretty, probably pretty easy to forget one of them. And, you know, wetland yeah. studies and archaeology studies and 
uh, DNR permits and all that stuff. I mean, um, there hasn't been a whole lot of got you moments. You know, we've been lucky to partner with good engineers and um, have good contractors that, hey, point out stuff when they see a set of plans that, hey, we need to look for this, this, and that, or though you want to do it this way instead of that. So um, it's just being thorough, taking your time, making sure you're reading through plans, making sure you're talking to the right people, and usually it works itself out. Cool. But I don't want any oh gotcha moments. <laughs> no, nobody wants <laughs> nobody wants those. Um, well, hey, I think uh, I, I think probably to wrap it up here. Um, what's the best way for people to get in touch with you if they have questions or they want to reach out about? Yeah, I got a new phone number, so that's. <laughs> yeah, let me that's... tell you how fun that is. <laughs> it's not fun. Yeah. Uh, so phone number five one five six zero one five nine eight nine and then email uh Derek so D E R E K at Temple R E S dot com. Um yeah, email or phone, just reach out. Uh uh I'm I'm better with phone calls than text, so call me. But uh yeah, happy to talk and figure figure the next deal out. Cool. We'll throw that information on the show notes page for this episode. And uh for those of you tuning in, uh definitely reach out to Derek if you have questions and uh Otherwise, if you are not already subscribed to the show, make sure you click that subscribe button. And uh, if you found any value out of this or any of the episodes, don't forget to share it. Share it with your own audience on social media or just with a, with a friend. Help us uh, grow the show and get it in front of more people. But uh, that is all we have for this episode. And we'll talk to you next time. Thanks. <laughs>